a look. It looks like joy. It looks like pain. It looks like sunshine after many seasons of rain. It looks like rain after a season of drought. It looks like addressing those fears and overcoming doubts. Healing is a necessity for your soul. If you want to grow to your fullest potential, healing has to be the goal. You are now listening to Healing the Soul. Enjoy the journey and let's heal. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. It's your host, Save with Sauce, and I'm so glad you guys decided to tune in for another episode. Before going any further, first things first, happy holidays to you who's listening. Happy holidays to you. I know for a lot of people, the holidays brings up so many different emotions. For some people, the holidays is a joyous time, spending time with family, creating memories, breaking bread, laughter, love, all of those great things. But I can't help but to acknowledge for those people who are dealing with so many different emotions during the holiday season, perhaps it could be because you've lost a loved one and the holidays forces you to come to terms with the fact that that loved one is no longer present. Perhaps it could be because you're reflecting over the year and you're thinking about what hasn't happened. You're thinking about things that you had in place, things that you had lined up that did not take place. And the conclusion of the year forces you to face the reality of things that didn't happen for you that you wanted to happen. Or perhaps it could just be you not spending it the way that you desire to spend it. But today's episode, we're going to tackle those things. We're going to talk about some of the emotions that come up around the holidays and around the end of the year and really dive into the topic healing through the holidays. I remember the holiday season used to be my favorite time of the year. It was a time period where my family gathered together and we created memories that would last a lifetime memories that we still talk about till this day. And last year in 2021, the holidays were, it was a bit different. It was a bit different for myself. It was a bit different for my family because last year was the first holiday that my grandmother was no longer present with us for the holiday season. And I'm a firm believer that sometimes God will allow us to face different things, different experiences and, you know, life circumstances, grief, loss, all of those different things so that we can someday encourage someone else. And so what I would say that I learned from last year is really how to process grief, even in the midst of the holiday season, and then also to find the good, find something to be joyous about, even in the midst of that. And I won't sit here and act like that's always an easy task. I won't sit here and act like, you know, like that's just, it comes so easily. Because 
the reality is to go from seeing someone every single holiday to go from seeing someone at every single pivotal moment to the person no longer being present at all and really having to come to terms with that and sit with that, sit with those feelings. That's not always easy. And so to say, find something to be joyous about could sound like something that's so far-fetched, but find something to be joyous about, whether it's a memory, take solace in the memories, whether it's just a moment that you have to reflect over, like sit back and just ponder on that moment, whether it's a picture Or whether it's a song that you have to put on to kind of just get you through the moment. Whatever you have to do, find something to be joyous about. Process the grief, but then find something to be joyous about. One of the things that I can say that I honestly learned is the only way to get through grief is to actually grieve. So if you have to have your moment where, you know, you're by yourself and you have to just grieve, you have to process what you're feeling, do that. But then get back up again and find something to be joyous about. No one really tells us how to grieve. No one really tells us how to process grief. This grief is one of those things that it hits everyone differently. And to be honest, grief is sneaky. Oh my goodness, grief is sneaky because it'll creep up on you any moment. One moment you are laughing and next moment you crying because you heard a song or you thought of a memory. And so grief is sneaky and there really isn't no instructions or manual on how to grieve. But like I said, the only way to get through grief is to grieve. And the one thing that I would strongly encourage is after you're done processing your grief, find some joy. Even if the joy is, you know what? I managed to make it throughout the day and I did not cry or I walked outside and the sun was shining (laughs) or honestly, I woke up today and I had breath in my body. I was in my right mind. I had all of the activities of my limbs I could do. I had all of my five senses. Find joy in that. Those are underrated blessings People deem them as the simple things in life. And really, those are underrated blessings that we sometimes take for granted. And so my encouragement to you is to find joy in even some of the simplest things in life. Because to be honest, if there's still breath in your body, if there's still, you're still, there's still hope. (laughs) There's still hope. And though you may have to, you know, continue to endure life, though you may have to continue to adjust to life without 
your loved one no longer being present, there's still hope for you. And so push forward, even in this place. And so while we're in the topic of grief, right, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that grief is not just limited to losing a loved one. Grief is not limited to losing a loved one. Sometimes we have to grieve through the loss of dreams and ideas. Sometimes we have to grieve through the loss of friendships and relationships. Sometimes we have to grieve through the loss of jobs, the loss of opportunities. And so grief is not something that's just limited to losing a loved one. And again, like I stated, the end of the year is a time of reflection because so many people are thinking about some of the things that they have accomplished and some of the things that slipped through their fingers, some of the things that they wish that they've accomplished, some things that they set out to do and it didn't come into fruition. And so people are grieving that at the conclusion of the year. But my encouragement, even for those who's grieving or processing the loss of dreams and hopes and desires and wishes and all of those lovely things, my encouragement to you is don't allow your hopes and dreams to be left in 2022. It may not have happened when you wanted it to happen. It may not have happened how you wanted it to happen. But don't let the don't let your your dreams, your wishes, your hopes, don't let it pass away with this year. The year is passing away and things may not have worked out how you wanted it to work out. But listen, carry those dreams, carry those hopes, carry that right on into 2023. You can hope again, you can dream again, you can believe again. You don't have to stop because things didn't happen the way that you had set out for it to happen in 2022. You don't have to get discouraged because things didn't turn out how you may have planned for it. No, there's still hope. There is absolutely still hope. I learned such a valuable lesson about that. When you have dreams and wishes, desires, all of those things that you are looking for them to unfold and they don't unfold how you intended for it. I learned a valuable lesson about that. This had to be in year 2020, actually, <laughs> when I had so much hope, so much dream, so much things that I had set out to do. And the year 2020, we all know 2020 took a turn. <laughs> um, things really shifted. So much was happening in the world. And for me, that was such a big year. I'm like, listen, I'm graduating grad school. I planned so much, so much dreams, so much just hopes. And I remember one of the scriptures that the Lord had laid on my heart when I was processed and when I was grieving through the year, um, just grieving the loss of hopes and loss of like just things that I wanted to do. The scripture the Lord laid on my heart was Proverbs 19 and 21. And it says, many plans are in a man's heart, but the purpose of the Lord will prevail. And so a lot of times we have these hopes, we have these dreams and these aspirations that we set out to do, right? But it's God's purpose that will prevail. And, and to be honest, one of the things that I learned, I learned to embrace that. 
Because I'm like, you know what? When it's all said and done, I know sometimes we as a people, we could get ahead of ourselves and we try to have everything just just going the way that we want it to go, right? And it's like, God got to just slow us down sometime. Like, wait, hold on. It's my purpose that will prevail. And so all that to say, listen, if you set out some things this year and things didn't happen how you wanted it to, that doesn't mean that it's null and void. Mm -mm. That just means to dream again, hope again, and don't allow your dreams to stay buried in 2022. But carry them aspirations right on over to 2023 with you. If you have if you have to revisit them again, if you have to think of a new strategy, if you have to reconstruct some things, do that. But whatever you do, don't allow it to die. And speaking of revisiting, for me personally, the end of the year is a time period of recapping. It's a time period where I'm literally revisiting what took place in a year. I'm thinking about pivotal moments throughout the year. I'm thinking about growth. I'm thinking about what are some things that I've learned. And this is definitely the space for me to be transparent about what was such a valuable, just a valuable lesson that I've learned for the year of 2022. If 2022 taught me nothing else, it taught me to embrace change. Change is one of those complex things. It has the potential to have an impact on us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in all aspects, change have the ability to have an impact on us. But one of the things that I realized is if you want to continue to evolve, you have to change. It's necessary. So many times people try to perceive change or act like change is this negative thing because a person is no longer the same, but no change is necessary. I've learned in 2022 to embrace change if it brings uncomfortability, if it brings um, growth, if it brings you to step out and step beyond yourself, step beyond what you're familiar with, be okay with that. 2022 has taught me how to embrace change. I faced so many different changes in almost every single aspect of my life in this past year. And when parts of me started to change because it's new ground, because it's like, it's almost like just this stepping into this new person, um, <laughs> it was moments where it, it brought about some discomfort. It was moments where it forced me out of my comfort zone forced me to just learn, forced me to grow. And I had to learn to be okay with that. I had to learn to be okay with being in a different 
place, like literally <laughs> um, relocating and learning to be okay with that. I had to learn to be okay with being a new wife. I had to learn with being okay with starting a new job. It's like every single thing that I knew began to shift. And at once, or a diff- just different, at once within a year, I had to learn to embrace these different changes. And I've learned, that's the lesson for me for the year. Embrace change. Is it always comfortable? No, but it forces us to grow. It forces us to push beyond what we're familiar with. It forces us to learn new ways um, to adjust to this thing called life. And not only that, but change pushes you to draw closer to God. Because sometimes when you're in new territories, whether it's a mental place, an emotional, or even in a physical place, and you don't have all the, the wisdom or the strategy on how to navigate through that new place, you need to refer back to someone or something that knows it all. And for me, that's God. And so for me, in this new place, this embracing change, embracing the process, it forced me to another place with God and with my walk with God because I'm like, listen, you you know all things. And so... I'm spending more time in prayer, more time meditating, more time reading the word of God, because I now need to know how to operate in these new places, these new territories. There's this quote that I read and it really encouraged me. Um, The quote said, I trust the next chapter because I know the author. And that resonated with me because so many times, right, even when we're facing new things and new places and all of those lovely things, right, sometimes it brings about so many different <laughs> different things that pop in our head, whether it's like fears or worries or just doubts or just any of those things, right? It brings up so many different things for us. And it's just like when you really know the author of your life, when you know the person, the the one being who's in control of your life, it doesn't matter what the next chapter consists of. You know that the author won't let you down. And so that, that quote, I always loved the quote, but it became my reality this year. I can trust the next chapter and the next chapter and all of the chapters to come, whether I know all of the ins and outs of the chapter or not, that does not matter. What matters is I know the author and the author won't let me down. The author won't disappoint. The author won't fail me. The author won't leave me. The author won't forsake me. The author is with me. And so whether it's just these new things that I have to begin to embrace, these new um, these new characteristics I now have to learn to operate and these, these new, or rather these new roles that I have to learn to operate in. 
it doesn't matter what's happening in my next chapter. What matters is the fact that I know the author and the author is with me in every single chapter. And because of that, I'm going to be good. <laughs> and listen, if it's the same for you, if God is the author of your life, my encouragement to you is whether you know or not what the next chapter consists of and whether God has given you some insight or not. Most important, listen, trust the author. If you know the author, then you know that the next chapter is going to be good. It's, it, it'll, make, it'll make yielding to the chapter a bit more easy because you know the author. You know that he won't disappoint. He won't fail you. And with all of that being said, you guys are getting to know me. And one thing's for sure, two things for certain. I'm always, always, always going to ask a question to get you all to think, to stimulate your thinking, to really have you reflect as well. And so my question to consider for this episode is, What's a valuable lesson that you've learned this year? What's a takeaway for you this year? What's something that you really feel like has resonated with you and you feel like, man, if 2022 didn't teach me every, anything else, it taught me this. What's the valuable lesson for you this year? I don't believe that anything in our lives happened just to happen. I don't believe that we face different circumstances and, you know, we have different life experiences and it's just for us to just go through it or it's just for it to just happen or, mm -mm. I believe that there's a purpose as to why every single thing happens. I believe that every single thing in our lives serve a purpose, good and different, ugly, it serves a purpose. And we just have to open up our eyes. We just have to really become aware of, okay, well, what was the purpose of this? What was the lesson behind this? What was it that God wanted me to take away from this? What was it that, you know, he wanted me to learn from this? For me, I personally learned how to stop asking like, okay, God, why this, right? Because... Sometimes we have questions and we we ask, or I'll, I'll speak for me. Sometimes I'm just like, I used to, my response a few years ago used to be like, okay, God, why A, B, C, D? But I learned to, instead of asking why, to ask what. What is it you want me to pull from this? What is it you want me to learn? What was the lesson in this? And so for you, what was the lesson for you in the year of 2022? What's your takeaway for the year? What's something that you feel like really resonated with you? Think about that. Think about it. And remember, don't allow your dreams, your hopes, or any of that to die in 2022. But remain hopeful. Remain optimistic about the days to come.
And so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I will see you all in 2023. (laughs) It's your host, Saved with Sauce, and I'll see you all in the new year. Let's journey together, let's thrive, and let's heal.